Oh, what do you got there, mate? <laughs> <laughs> the best household utensil, mate. <laughs> the best thing to clean rubbish in your house and wipe the NBA of filthy teams. <laughs> uh, is that uh, you guys uh, swept the team that I thought would do all right in the playoffs? All right. <laughs> Win the championship. Yeah. We're just going to pretend like that episode didn't happen. Philly almost had one of these themselves. Mm. What happened there? We'll talk about it. <laughs> Welcome to the Bronxshire Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan Callanan. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jack Lynch. I've got tears in my eyes. Simply. <laughs> just because I saw the 76, you know, on our screen back there on my chest. Let's not talk about the Sixers yet. JL, how are you? How do you think? <laughs> what you, day is it? It is, uh, today is our time. It's Tuesday the... 26th. The 26th of April. What happened this morning? And today our time from 9am, um, the Celtics were away at the Barclays Centre against the Brooklyn Nets. And <laughs> it's like you're, you're caressing <laughs> <laughs> I am. Got to be gentle with a broom. Uh, for all our audio listeners, uh, JL is that noise you're hearing is JL sweeping the, the the desk here, just as the Boston Celtics completed the sweep today of the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets, who I predicted would win the championship, <laughs> first round exit. Oh my lordy lord! Let's let's go. Let's start there. All right. So. What do you? What would you like to say first? Fuck Brooklyn. Fuck Brooklyn. <laughs> fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck Kyrie Irving. Mm. I should have put him first. He's number one on my to fuck list. Yeah, that sounds like um, I like him a lot yeah. actually. <laughs> um, first on my get fucked list would be a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, where do you want me to start? Uh, I don't know. Where what? do you want to go? So you want to start with um, how are you feeling? So it's have, did you guys even play when we last spoke? I think it might have been at least one game. One or two games. A lot has happened in the last, you know, in a week of NBA playoffs. A lot happens. We so much has gone. Did like, we record last week? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I'm losing my mind. Anyway, so whatever. But how yeah, did we, you feel? We watched, going I, watched, the Bar- I watched game one, and we spoke about game one. Yeah. How did you feel about the going to the Barclays Center? As in, you game, didn't go, but game three, I was nervy. Mm. We were led by you know, ten the whole game, but they would get it to two, and we'd get it back up to ten, sort of thing. And I sent you a video of my hand shaking. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be like that. I was very nervous because I knew mm. that was that was the series. Mm. We had to win that one. As soon as we went I, today, I wasn't stressed at all. It was just there was I knew there was no way they were winning. Even when they sort of got close towards the end, not yeah. once did I think they're a chance here. I, I'm not. I haven't looked this up, but I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant played every minute of the last two games in in Brooklyn. I don't think he went off. Oh, yeah, know. I'm so sure he didn't go off in Brooklyn. Kyrie went off here and there. Just did you, did just, you notice his socks today? Just, no, I didn't. He wore the right coloured socks game three, wrong coloured socks game four. Ah. So for our anyone that's keeping up to date, yeah. uh, for three of the four games, he mm. was wearing the wrong socks. Never let them know your next move, as they say on TikTok. But what um, fucking win. Boston flying. So... Okay, so okay, so is your your answer to this might have already been said with the game four? When did you know that, like what you were saying to me in our predictions, that you were actually speaking the truth, and Bill Simmons was speaking the truth, saying that Brooklyn actually can't win a seven game series against a real good team? When did ha- you know? halfway through game two? 
Mm. I thought this was our series. Game, th- be like, you know, you're never 100% certain. But game two, I thought this is ours. Yep. We're not losing this series. Game three happened and it was, even if we lose this, I'm still confident. But I would like to just get it over and done with now because it's probably the most unpredictable team in terms of we don't know what you're going to get with, with this Brooklyn team. So that's where the nerves came in game. I was more nervous game three than I was game one and two. Because I was like, this is our chance to actually just end it right now. And thank God we did. But today, there was no doubt in my mind that they could even win one game. I was, uh, I just happened to be, forgive me everyone, but I just happened to be on uh, watching First Take last night before, you know, today. And um, Jay Williams and more so Stephen A. Smith, <laughs> he's saying, he's yelling at Molly saying, they are not, they don't want to go back to Boston. They are losing tonight. They don't want to go back and face the Boston crowd. They're going to lose tonight. They're done. Um, yeah, and it—I don't know about that. <laughs> it felt like that. <laughs> you, you're no. They didn't just go in and be no, like, but the, no. Right, the best example: <laughs> Boston's up by two at this point. Right by three. Durant hits the first free throw with thirty seconds to go. Whatever it is, misses the second that would have put them down one. Get the rebound. Yes, yes, that was huge. Smart runs it, pushes it in transition, yes. misses the layup. Al Horford, uncontested yes. rebound. Yes. Blake Griffin got sort of pushed out under it. He yes. turned around. He nothing to do it. Kyrie's standing there. Durant jogged back. Bruce Brown jogged back. And I think the other one was Seth Curry jogged back. They weren't even in the three-point arc. Yeah. Your series, your season on the line, and you're not even sprinting back in transition. Yeah. They did yeah, not. When Al Horford got that offensive rebound in like literally the biggest moment of their whole yeah. year, I was like, oh. That's it. I'm like, where are you? <laughs> yeah, as That's you're saying. Um, okay, so a little bit of my thoughts. I thought that so I thought the Nets were gonna go on and win the championship. I should have really taken more time to stop and think that, you know what? And so I was arguing with a mate, shout out Ryan Contreras today, because Ryan Contreras is if he's uh, you know here with us watching or listening, he's going to be loving this all these shout-outs. But he's a what I call a Laker brain, an LB. He and he was going at me today. He was going hard at me, like I was a Nets fan, because he wanted KD to suffer because the Lakers have been suffering because mm-hmm. they finished eleventh. So I guess let me steer it towards. How much do you equate the Lakers finishing 11th to the Nets getting swept in the first round? What's worse, you're trying to say? Yeah, I guess so. And if, I, if the Lakers were healthy all year, yeah, they would have made the playoffs, which we've both said. And they might have been, say, their seventh or eighth seed. I doubt they get swept. You don't like Ben Simmons. No, I don't like Ben no, Simmons. No, wait, you're talking. No, you said the Nets. You said the Lakers. You Lakers, mean the Nets? Yeah. No. We've said this earlier. The Lakers were healthy all year. Oh, okay. They would have made the playoffs. Yeah. And then what was... And I don't think they would have been swept. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what about the Nets? If they had Ben Simmons and Joe Harris? Don't... Oh, Joe Harris would make more of a difference in this year. You you fucking hate Ben Simmons. You hate him. Okay. I was saying to Ryan today that I just totally ignored that they literally have no playoff players. None. They have Katie and Kyrie, mm-hmm. who I called the best duo in the duo in the NBA, which might have been ill-informed. But 
Aside from that, Bruce I, Brim. I knew in the trade that Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, um, they were the main two. Seth Curry and Andre Drummond aren't really playoff players. You know, Seth Curry can't guard, unfortunately, yeah. and he's actually very slow, unfortunately. And it, these are just things tighten up. You can't yeah. just get free. Played well today, though. He's a good player. He's a good player, but in the but playoffs... With, with all the attention on KD and Kyrie, like Bruce Brown, for example, he... Like, you look at his stats, and like, fuck, he had a good series. But mm. he was uncontested the entire That's time. Right. That's right. Seth Curry should have been putting up 25 a night, yeah. based on how open he was. But also, he's... he's Yeah, he's got yeah. a slow release. He's slow. He's not a playoff player. He's not a really worthy playoff player. You could argue even that Bruce Brown isn't. And I would say Andre Drummond isn't. I would say Dragic just really isn't the same. He's cooked. Claxton missing the free throws today. That's not good One enough. One for 12, was it? One yeah, for something like that. And then they literally had to start bringing in Blake Griffin, who they shut who down. Was, who played with the most heart of any yeah, of this series. Yeah, uh, who, who they shut down because he's cooked as well. And I can't help but feel like both the Lakers and the Nets um, both suffered. I just said to Ryan... Both scenarios had no players. Lakers wouldn't have finished 11th if LeBron and AD were healthy all year. And I don't think the Nets get swept. And I reckon, sorry, but I reckon they would have had a solid chance against you guys if Joe Harris and Ben Simmons were in the whole series. They did not move the needle that much. How much? What would the series be? At best for Brooklyn, Boston in six, probably five. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I we could, saw Joe Harris last year in playoffs did nothing with so I much know, time and space. He's definitely like how many levels above. He's not always going to have that series, right? Or that yeah. playoffs last year. How many levels above is he? Dragage and Seth Curry. He's not that much better than Seth Curry. They I, are like they're pretty similar players. I know, but they least, run corner to corner. Yeah, but he's he's quicker. He's taller. These are some simple things that just in the playoffs, Seth Curry gets crushed. And um, anyway, I'm not here to try to make excuses. I'm just saying that this isn't... If you're looking at today... Look, you can bag the Nets. That's fine. Oh, no, fucking well. Not just you, but everyone else. They can bag the Nets. I get that. I'm not... I don't go for the Nets. I'm just saying that the Lakers, even though, even though I hate them, and the Nets, this wasn't some all-time failure. It was... For the Nets, it is. It's funny... Because they did it to themselves, both teams. Mm, that's why it's a failure. But this is not 100%. like this is not like sorry, but this is not like seventy three and nine and then failing. This is not that. There's there's different levels of failure though. I know, but that for there's me, failure for expectations, which is the Nets right now. Yeah, and there's failure for choke, which is both the seventy three nine Warriors and the mm. Nets right now. And they're they're different, but yeah, See, there I don't are, think there the Nets choked. I don't think the Nets choked as well, at all. The, I, the, I think. There was definitely a choking element nah. to it. KD only putting up 12 shots yeah, in the game. Yeah, but I, I think that... Shooting 30 or nah. 38% from the field in a series, that's definitely choking. I, like, I'll put my hand up and say that KD and Kyrie maybe not as good as I thought that they were. However... What was Kyrie's shooting percentages <laughs> this series? It's like 37% from that's the field. That's choking. Anyway, I don't think that that's choking. You guys are the best defense in the NBA. <laughs> of course we are, but you guys them, are the best two, two of the best offensive players we've ever seen putting up those stats. Yeah, that is crumbling under the pressure. But I, I, I really think it was two on five the whole series. I truly think it was two on five. So before the series, when you knew it was going to be two on five, and you still thought they were better because of how good this duo is, when they don't, they don't, they don't live up to your expectations. Now all of a sudden, it's the other player's fault. Um. Yeah. 
No, case in point. Thank you. If they had, if they had KD, Kyrie, and three Dorian Finney Smiths, but you knew that they didn't have it going. No, no. See, I okay. I was wrong. But now, just after watching the series and seeing how wrong I was, I can still come in and make analysis. And the analysis is that this isn't okay. Maybe not seventy-three and nine. This isn't like an all. This isn't an all-time like failure. This is not like. They've got Karis LeVert, Jared Allen. This um, season isn't necessarily an all-time failure, but what the Nets have done is up there. Yes. They're, they're, they traded away what funny. would have been a great team with a lot of depth yep. to bring in Harden, yep. who then couldn't stand one of his co-stars. Instead of siding with him, they sided with KD's best mate, who played half the season, yep. then blamed the reason they were losing on the fact that they didn't have any time to gel when he was the reason they didn't have time to gel because he was only playing half the games. The team they're, construction. They're picked, the team construction was stupid. The team construction is a huge failure. This whole era, era of the Nets, which is still not fo- completely ridden, but so far, similar to the Lakers, it has been a failure. But the Lakers got a championship. That's why they get the pass. Um, but in terms of this series, yeah, sorry, I, I, I was really wrong to think that. KD two, and Kyrie. Two players cannot beat five. That's right. No matter and it, and it's that's all I need for people to acknowledge that it was two versus five, two versus six. You guys have like six playoff players. It was great. And I tell you um, what, it, I love the fact that Kevin Durant wasn't even a top two player this year, isn't it? Jalen Brown oh, and right. more importantly, Jason Tatum were both better than him this year, this series. Kyrie Irving... Probably doesn't even finish in the top five. Yeah. Also, um, Steve Nash is a, like, it's like not he's, only... It's he's, not, he's just standing there. It's just, not only two on five. It's, you know, you've got who's Ime Udoka, who's proven to be a really great coach. Yeah. And against Steve Nash, who's just... What is he saying? What is he saying? Or is he not saying anything? Is this whole... This is where I can get angry at them. This whole construction of they run the team... You can bring out your Kyrie quote. This is what they want. They run the team. They've always run the team. And I said this on the podcast when there was Kyrie, you know, the Nets are looking at maybe trade Kyrie this season or last season. And I jumped on and I said, if anyone thinks that Kyrie and KD aren't running the show, yeah. you're nuts. So the, you asked the quote. After the loss today, they've just been swept. <laughs> Kyrie says, when I say I'm here with Kev, I think that that really entails us managing this franchise together alongside Joe and Sean. Who is obviously the owner and the general manager. Who's... Oh, Joe. Joe Tsai and uh, Sean Marks. Yes, right. So, <laughs> that's exactly where the franchise stands. In the hands of a bloke that only wants to play half the games <laughs> and another guy that likes getting on Twitter and arguing with fans because he's so insecure. <laughs> this franchise is going to go nowhere if they're willing to bend over for those te- these two blokes. Yep. And that's it. The Nets, man, uh, I can't, I can't believe it. Like on just on a neutral point, I can't believe they're gone. I can't believe Kyrie, K, I can't believe Kyrie, KD, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George are all not in the playoffs and soon to be. Sorry, but no one's ever come back from three 0 down. Soon to be Jokic. These players are all about to not be in the playoffs. Who is the best player remaining in the playoffs? You're gonna say Embiid. It is Embiid. Yeah. As if we go through. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll give a pass, Giannis. I'm interested to see how much these playoffs shake up future rankings in terms of players. Because, mm. like, obviously, you when you rank players, you do take in, you know, a, f- a few years sample size. You don't just do it at one series. 
But Tatum's going to be ahead of Durant for a few people based off this series alone. Yeah, just off the series. Um, which doesn't necessarily... Like, I'm not going nah. to try and say Tatum's better. No. Nah. But you're going to see LeBron drop a lot. You're going to see Durant... People at the start of the season were saying Durant's the best player in the NBA. Yeah, I he's, was saying He's going to be... Yeah. Just in the top five for a lot of people now. Yeah, that's right. There's going to be a real shake-up on... Right now, right now, at this moment, are Jokic, Giannis, Joel, are they all better than KD and LeBron? Yes. They are? Yeah, I think so. And look, this series has brought up a lot of old memories for a lot of people. But I've always said that Steph Curry was the better player of he and Durant. And Durant had the easiest rings of all time because I saw a stat the other day. It was like at, in the 2018 finals, number of double teams. Yeah, so yeah. And Curry had like 40 and Durant had two. And I can, you know, people have discredited those championships for a long time. But if you, if you do exclude those years in Golden State, the Durant that we knew at the time was he choked against Memphis. This was early, early on. And the OKC media ripped into him. Then had a few good years, and there was injuries stopped a few, and then there was the Cherry against Golden State. But his reputation at that point was he can't perform in the playoffs. Well, sorry, he can perform in the playoffs, but he can't get his team over the line. Yeah. And we know there are not many players in the league that can do that. It's the hardest thing to do is being able to know when to take over and when to defer to your teammates and make them better. And if you do exclude those Golden State years, there is a chance that the Kevin Durant that we know and love might not have that ability to actually be the number one player on a championship team. Yeah. Because we saw the most stacked team in NBA history win, you know, two chips together. Yeah. But other than that, not once has he ever elevated his team to that new level. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't think, basically, it's... I like to think about peak of the powers. That's mm-hmm. my... That's pretty much determines a lot of my, you know, rankings of players. But I will say that in terms of the way it's going and the way it's gone, and he's not getting any younger, he's soon to... Uh, what did he say? 35, I think he's 34. done. Did he say something like that? Oh, that he wants to retire. Yeah. The, yeah. So that's, that's, what is he now? 33. I think it's like something yeah. like that. That's coming. And I think he's going to stay in Brooklyn. And if they continue to have... I mean, we'll see with Ben Simmons. Sorry, but we'll see next year with Ben Simmons. If he's there. Um, we got to talk about that as well. Yeah, we have to talk <laughs> about that. Uh it doesn't look like it's going well. Unfortunately, when you... He needs to go to the basket more. He needs to... I know he's thin, but that's... The, this series, the one thing I was thinking... I still think LeBron in his position would have lost, as in even as far back as like four years ago, LeBron. I still think he would have lost. It's just no one on the team. You think? LeBron four years ago. 2018. Yeah, he had like his best game there. He yeah. carried yeah. a team similar to the Nets to the finals that year. Mm. It was him and no one else. Because mm. Kyrie had left. Kevin Love was a shell of his, his former self. I reckon this team's worse. Apart from Kyrie. That's but, a bit. That's a But Kyrie was so... Def- is deferent a word? Kyrie was so like handball this whole series other than game one. He kept just not being there for the mm. shots. He was just all KD. And that's coaching as well. That's all KD. You, 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 you. If the same, exact same uh, series played out and you put LeBron there, I think he grinds out one or two games, but he can't win the series with Seth Curry starting in the playoffs. Mate, 
that 2018. Yes, LeBron. I know that. But those are all guys with at least mid-sized bodies. This is what I'm talking about: Seth Curry, Patty Mills, Dragic. They can't even just stand there on defense. They can't it even. It was J.R. Smith, Deron Williams was their starting point guard, wasn't he? Who was starting? No, at it that wasn't Deron Williams, was it? No. Who was the 2018 starting point guard? Chetty Osman was getting minutes. Yeah. I still think like, that the, this was a shocking team. I know. I still think that that team was, like, again, just size-wise, a little bit more bangable. Anyway. Bangable. bangable <laughs> to quote Charles yeah, Barkley. Yeah. Anyway, but the point is, if LeBron, even at 37, was there today, just go into the basket. Just go to well, the basket. Durant Katie. is, same again, Golden State, all of a sudden he got this new... Ability to score at the rim because he had so much space yeah, around him. He did, yeah. And then when he was in OKC and now here in Brooklyn, for some reason he can't get to the basket anymore. Mm. Credit yeah, to Golden State. That's all right. All right. Well, apart from, okay, just one little bit. We've got to talk about Ben Simmons. Okay. Ben Simmons, you know, the reports were it's going to be either game three, four, five, or six, and then eventually it became planning for game four. And Potential game three, game four. I was getting ready to come on here when they win game four today. I was getting ready I was, to come If on. they did, I would have blamed Scott Foster. <laughs> I, I was going to crack it at Ben because for me, 3-0 is, is a record, is a thing that 135 teams mm. have not come back from for a reason. And I was going to come on here and crack it because it's like... You waited too late. You waited to literally the impossible hole. And then you're like, here I am, guys. Here I am. And then he woke up with a sore back. He woke up with a sore back. He couldn't even go help him out today. A lot of people were saying the words. No, he didn't wake up with a sore back. Oh. I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I was thinking this whole time, it's not his back. He's mentally. But I don't understand. If you're mentally not okay, what are you doing sitting not at the end of the bench? He was ready to play so, until he saw them lose game three. If that was 2-1, he plays. Yeah. Then he got clowned for what he was wearing as well. Yeah, man. And I, it just would have spiralled. What are you wearing that shit for? What are you wearing that shit for? Just drawing more I attention didn't, I to didn't himself. give one fuck. You know, shout out the Bronx Shear football. Aiden Fackery we have on the show. We always we have a bit of a laugh, me and Aaron, because we just don't care about fashion. Aiden's a bit of a fashionista. And he's literally said to me a couple of times, oh, you know, you see the NBA players. He's like, I don't mind their fashion. And he's like, do you? I'm like, bro, I fucking hate their shit. Anyway, just don't. Don't wear that shit. It's so funny with the Brooklyn bench all wearing black. <laughs> yeah. And Ben Simmons just standing this there. Purple and yellow, blue and yellow. Uh, orange. Blue and orange. Uh, but it is just... Come on, man. Using the mental health excuse. We've spoken about this. It is undermining people with... That's right. You know, genuine... Genuinely things that are interrupting and impacting their life. And he's like 100% using it as an excuse. Yeah. And the fact that they said he hurt his back while warming up with a team in game three. Mm. No, I reckon now it's turned into he's using the back as an excuse. And he's just so... Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So it's, he's firstly using mental health as a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he's trying to say it's the back, which we can all see through that anyway. But how can he possibly do it if he's almost match fit and he's almost ready to play a game, but somehow in his warm up? He tweaks his back again. That's rubbish. Oh, that that is the biggest lie ever told. Who won the trade right now? Philly. Philly won the trade. Yeah, and you're not even happy with it. <laughs> I'm not even happy with it. 
All right, man. We we've been talking too long oh, about mate, that, that one it. series. We didn't even talk anything. How good Boston are? Yeah, we did. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, just we'll hear about it when we win the next. Series. Well, just what? Just literally sixty seconds. I just want to say that basically, I was watching Tatum this series, and I was thinking, I look, this is going to be outrageous. But I was thinking, this guy's Mount Everest ceiling is Kobe, right? That's if he was a bit more nimble he could be that like that you know what i'm sort of saying he's a better shooter mm. better more efficient you mean yeah well kobe's like yeah yeah it, it, i know like, but yeah he's not as quick as kobe yeah probably not as good a ball handler as kobe you know there's they're different not exactly the same and, type of player but comparable in terms of can take over a game mm. offensively and more importantly defensively, defensively in the playoffs oh. um there's a, there's about 10 top five NBA players at the moment. There's mm. 10 players that you can put in the top five whenever you're just trying to make an argument for him. He's definitely top 10. Yeah. And I'm going to say he's top five in that 10 players in the top five. <laughs> Unbelievable series. Yeah. Jalen Brown stepped up in the fourth quarter, all four games. Unbelievable. Marcus Smart's defense just proved in that series why he's defensive player of the year. Al Horford turning back the clock. <laughs> Emo Udoga, like, not hard. Grant to Williams coach. today in game four. <laughs> Grant Williams in game three, was it? Where he didn't miss a shot? Uh, just I said to Peyton my, Pritchard putting in good minutes. A couple of my mates today, I said to them when I was just totally defeated with my Nets prediction, I was just like, you know what? I really can't have the Celtics winning. I can't have the Celtics winning. Anyway, too good. Celtics are great. Celtics look great. So enjoy your break because... Oh, you'll be playing the Bucks. Yeah. Like, let's just... So, let's just tick that off. The What have I got here? Heat slash Bucks on the verge. I don't think the Hawks... I said that the Hawks would get one game. They did. Trey Young float up. I don't think the Hawks are going to get another game. Do you? The next game is in... Um, so, in, they're 3-1 up. So, it's in Miami. Um, unlikely. The Hawks are one of those weird teams where they can get hot. They can yeah. go for 149. So, I wouldn't rule it out, but they're not winning the series. Yeah, Trae Young's now had a couple of games under 10 points. Yeah. They're just locking him up. That's it, and that's all you have to do. Um, so, Hawks and Bucks are on the verge, despite um, Middleton, who went down with an MCL, MCL sprain. Think, yeah. And there's no confirmation, but the feeling amongst a lot of people is he's pretty much done. Well, they said he won't be returning for the first round series, and there's no timetables returning. I think so KD, I think, yeah. so KD had an MCL sprain. There's obviously the different levels or mm. grades. And he missed 21 games, I think. And that obviously that's... Yeah, it, yeah I don't know. It, it'll be a while. If they go deep, there's a chance. But I don't think he's playing against Boston. Yeah, no, he's not playing against Boston. Um, so Heat and, Heat and Buck are on the verge. Heat, Heat and Buck. The Heat and the Bucks are on the verge. Um, the Sixers. <laughs> so no team has ever come back. From no, sorry, let's let's so a week is a long time in the NBA. Sometime last week, in the last five days or so, I was out watching the game three in Toronto on my phone. You could probably put like I don't even know. You could put like the Jurassic Park glass of water on me, and it'd be it'd be spilling out because I was shaking. And then Joel hit that game winner. That was. That might be series-defining. Yeah, well, you think. Anyway, hit that game winner. It was the best thing ever. We're 3-0 up. And you know what? I'm still got that content in my mind of 
no one's ever come back from 3-0. And I'm holding on to that. But then since then, Toronto have finally started to do what a lot of people predicted them to do. The Sixers have also make, started to do... Make Philly run. That's mm. what they've done. The Sixers have also started to do what uh, everyone predicted them to do. Joel's got a torn ligament in his thumb, in his shooting hand thumb, which they're going to do surgery on after the season, but he's playing through it. And, and there's only one coach in NBA history <laughs> to blow three 3-1 three, <laughs> leads. And at first, when we went 3-0 up and Nick Nurse, you know, just trying to be positive, he's not going to be negative, comes out and goes, well... Uh, if we can get it to 3-1, three, 3-1's one, three, been done before. Yeah. And at first, I'm like, of course he's going to say that. But now that it's 3-2 after today, Jack Lynch, now that it's 3-2... Going into Toronto. Going into Toronto. It got to 3-1. And I just... I just... If they win in Toronto, that's they've won, they would have won three games in a row. We said the last game would be Miami. We said game six is Miami. Game six is in Atlanta... Game seven's in Miami. <laughs> just, I just realised we said that wrong before. No, but get, aren't Miami game... Aren't they 3-1 up. They're not 3-2 up. It's it's yeah, game five. But we said the next one will be... In Miami. In game five. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you just said it. Anyway. Losing the plot. The, anyway, the gist is of what I'm saying. I'm just rambling on. But the point is... Nick Nurse made it believable. If any team... If any team and any coach... This this team and this franchise is jinxed. I really, really in the last I, five years, this team's so jinxed. I do not recommend anyone, anyone to follow the 76ers because if you would like a drama-free life, go support the who's a drama-free team. It's you guys. Like you're a drama-free team. I would say we're in a lot of trade rumors, and that's about it. The Heat are the Heat a drama-free they team? Are pretty drama, much drama-free. The who else is a who's Sacramento? The 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 Bucks, <laughs> the Bucks, Sacramento, all these types of teams. I'm sure the whole, Denver. Go follow Denver. Drama free. If you if you would like drama and total like questioning your life choices, then you go for the Sixers. Because if there's any team, <laughs> Sixers are the Knicks. <laughs> if there's any team and any coach that's about to blow the first ever three zero lead, hundred percent. Oh, oh, it's this team, and it might not be now. But there is going to be a team that does win from 0-3 down. And it's going to be a Philly team that loses eventually. Whenever it might be, your franchise is genuinely cursed. It's yourself or the Clippers. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. If this goes to seven, and it Philly, I mean, uh, Toronto will be the favourites going into a game in Toronto. Yeah. There is going to be so much pressure on Embiid in game seven. Yeah. And Harden, who's... Labelled a playoff choker, whether it's rightly or wrongly. Mm. This is the team to where it could crumble. You should have seen the crowd um, booing Matisse today. I'd say Matisse has got one foot out the door in terms of we're going to trade him. He should have one foot in the vaccination clinic. <laughs> <laughs> because, I don't know, I think it's just a mixture of we weren't playing well, Philly crowd boos. You know, it's like, you know, you didn't play, you, you don't play in Toronto. And then he did not play or shoot well today. And Danny Green was playing really well. Matisse copped it today from the Philly crowd. So, Bradley Beal's back on the table. <laughs> anyway, whatever, man. I told you they're, they're one of our bogey teams. The funny, I, I picked it pretty sweet. The funny part is that Miami are also... The way we're playing, Miami are just going to beat us. I hate Miami's to say Miami's playing it. very well. But yeah. 
their defense loves guards. And you know how... They're going to be hard to beat in the, Embiid in the post. Yeah, but you know how in the playoffs, you know how in our predictions last week, I said a lot of, oh, um, Miami just don't have that superstar. And mm. I was predicting their, their whole one stepped up. Jimmy is back. Because he always does. I fucking hate it. Just every playoff. And I season. love playoff Jimmy. So I'm just like, why can't he do this all year? Anyway, we've got to move on for the damn Sixers. We're going to get to other things. So the Sixers, man, I am just be ready for me to be literally crying next week. Holy Lord, I'm terrified. Fred Van Fleet didn't even play today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible. Okay. The uh, Timberwolves and Grizzlies is a real series. Mm-hmm. I can't quite put my finger on why Jar isn't going crazy. And you have a lot of rightness in this series. So if you'd like to give me a quick answer on what you think is going to happen for the rest of it. You don't have to tell me why Jar's not. <laughs> well, he's he can't shoot outside. Yeah, um, and there are games where he does get hot. He's not trying. But in the playoffs... You folk, you put so much more energy into watching film, preparing for teams. They are giving Jar space, and they're daring him to shoot, and it's not going in. So that's just that's playing the percentages. Minnesota's getting luckier than they probably should, but it just means he can't get into the paint. Yeah. They are just blocking the paint at the moment, and he led the league in paint scoring. First guard to do it since God knows when, or God knows who, but. That's that's their game plan. Yeah, they're blocking Jar. You need, like, what was the last game? He shot two for eight or whatever it was. But he had yeah. fourteen assists, and it's like, well, did he play well? It's like kind of. Yeah. Like, and they need him for to someone do. that's cold. That is all you can ask for. But he's also that Kobe quote of I prefer to go over thirty than over eight because then you know you shot your yeah, yeah. You, you took yourself out of the game, and it's kind of true at this point like yeah. Jar just needs to get going yeah otherwise they don't stand a chance yeah it's incredible like the grizzly uh, the t-wolves could really win that series it feels like um and the nuggets claw one game back but they are also in a 3-0 hole and i don't think the warriors are going to let them get that game five win. they might win one more in they have to win in uh san it's francisco now tomorrow it's possible it is but i don't think they but will all year we've argued between Jokic and Embiid, and now you watch this. How sorry do you feel for him? Yeah, like you, it, part of you must be like, "Fuck yeah, Joel was better." It's a bit, it's and a, part of you must be like, "Oh, I just feel so sorry for it's him." It's a bit, uh, it's a bit um, vindicating when he gets subbed off for offense, defense in the last minutes of the game, though. So I got to tell you, well, he's co- he's coaching when he was calling the lob. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Um, my my MVP is not getting subbed off for <laughs> offense, defense. You know, I mean, he's about to blow a <laughs> O3 <laughs> oh, lead. But I, I just genuinely, I don't know the last time a team had only one star like this with no yeah. other help and he's doing everything again and getting no help from the refs at all. Was it game two he got ejected? Game three he got ejected. And it was like, he did everything right. But let me just say, actually, just to prove my point for before, I reckon the couple of players that the Nuggets have around Jokic, not that this has got to do with the Warriors, are better than the couple of players around KD and Kyrie. I'm not trying to give them too many excuses. The ability of having two go-to players compared to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of, you know, the sum of all their parts. I was just really scarred from that Sixers-Nets game, I think. I've got to be honest. I was Um, so scarred from that. Jokic doing 
everything. And Will Barton, that contested 34 he put up. It's like... He's good, man. No, not the one where he, where he sealed oh, the deal. Right. He's had, he's had one big shot all series. <laughs> it was game three when it was close. Yeah, I still like Will And this completely like just shut the door and locked it. Mm. He's taken a contested 30 footer with 20 seconds left on the shot clock pretty mm. much. And Jokic was there. And it's like, this is killing his team. This is killing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's doing everything he can. But the refs in game, I think it was game three where he got ejected. It was game two where he got fouled probably 14 times in the first half and didn't get a single call. And then got teed up twice because he was like, fuck this, what's the point of playing? Yeah, yeah. And then the next game got, got some whistles. And it's like, he did the right thing in terms of you're better off being ejected down 30 when you're frustrated. But fuck, I feel so bad for him. The good old home whistle. Um, Luca is too good for the Jazz, is all I've written. It was very funny when without Luca they were up and Luca comes back. And there's that, not the we buy into it all, mm. but the whole Luca can't get out of the first round. And, oh, and then, what? But then he comes back and they lose to the Jazz. Luca can't get out of the first round. He's been in the league four years yeah. or whatever it's mean. But yeah, fans are fans. Jesus. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's a bit of... The fans will like that one. But then he comes out today and just dismantles the Jazz. He just always ran into, you know, like the best team. Yeah. Um, um, without a doubt, Luca is going to be... He was the, insane today. And I don't want to get too deep into it, but with the West looking a bit rattled at the moment, with mm. a few injuries and a few teams not performing... Gay could Luka, be a dark horse. I think Luca's the best player in the West at the moment. Maybe Steph Curry. That's still mm. alive. And as we always say, best players often get through the series, which is why Boston beat Brooklyn because the best player was playing for Boston. <laughs> but this could be Luca's time to shine. And there's yeah. sort of an opening here in the West and they're going to beat the Jazz in five games or well, six games and they're a chance. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and just quickly, the Pelicans uh, have the Bookerless Suns rattled. Jose or Jose Alvarado. Jose. Oh, man. All season he's been... He was on a two-way. All season he's been doing it. Now he's a playoff, like, you know, closer. So he was on two-way and then got a four-year deal. Did he? He got a four-year deal after, like, a few weeks. Wow. They saw his talent. And he can play. He's not just, like, pesky on defense. We see the highlights of him stealing the ball from behind. Yeah, yeah. And it was good that he got Chris Paul. He actually can play on the offensive end as well. Great spark plug off the bench. Can shoot. Can get inside. Not the greatest finisher with his size, but draws defenders and just makes the right reads. I just, we're really going long here, but I, I just want to jump in and say, I'm not going to ramble too long, but all my points, I don't know if I've said it to you, I'm sure I have, but all my points about if the Lakers didn't Westbrook themselves and have injuries, and if the Clippers, Kawhi wasn't injured, and if the Nets didn't stuff themselves up, and that's about it. These superstars of the league, I really do feel like we're missing them in terms of not like, oh, I miss them, popularity type thing. I just really don't think the Suns... I don't, And people trying to now talk up how the Pelicans aren't usual eighth seed. Yes, they are. As in, yeah, they're maybe a great eighth seed, but they're still an eighth seed. As in, like, I still don't think that they're like a seventh or sixth seed. The Suns, because they're a unit, I know Booker's mm. out, but because they're a unit, the unit should... Okay, Booker's out. We didn't just lose Kawhi. They're playing a 10th or 9th seed. There we go. They should be They should be 4 nothing. That's right. regardless. We didn't just lose Kawhi Leonard. We didn't just lose Anthony Davis. We just lost Evan Booker, who's been good. And 
The Pelicans don't have Zion. That's right. Who's better than Devin Booker? That's right. Oh, wow. Huge. Whoa. Boom. Last oh. year, Zion. Yes, I thought you gave up on Zion. No, but like that, when we did see Zion, like, I don't yeah. know if Zion's ever going to be himself again. I don't think he got there yet. But when we saw Played him, like 30 games. he dominated. Yes, I know. And that Zion, maybe not better, but <laughs> very, very... Was on the cl- way. Not even on the way. He was on par with Devin Booker pretty wow. much. Okay. That's how, what did he average? 27 points per game. Like seven rebounds, five assists, whatever it was. Yeah. That's unbelievable for a guy that's played 40 odd games. Yeah. He was incredible. Um, I I just want to say that I just look, as you sort of predicted, the Suns and the Bucks could go to it again. But I just think the best players have either been hindered by injury or stuffing their uh, team construction up. When really, and it really hurts that the Clippers who have have done the opposite of stuff up their team construction. They've got depth. The Clippers. And the Clippers have got like one the of Clippers the Clippers curse. Well, the Clippers have got like one of the best squads in ages. Or when I say in ages, you know, aside from the, you know, one of the best squads. I'm not gonna. And we're not seeing the actual best team. Let's just say team, all right? I'll be nice. Not Lakers or Nets. The actual best team is just not in at last finals and now this playoffs because of injury. I love it. I think it's great. I think the best... Roster management is so important. Health, obviously, just it's unlucky, but that's part of it as well. Yeah. Managing minutes well, having depth, so you don't have to overplay these guys. But I don't think this is any... I know I'm going a bit far, but I don't think that this Suns team is like the Spurs of 2014. I don't. No, think they're not that good. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to be a unit, I want to see like, this is like, okay, I understand why. Because that unit literally beat the Stars. Whereas this unit, in my opinion, the is... The Stars? The Spurs beat the big three. Oh, also, right, gotcha. <laughs> the Spurs <laughs> beat... Are you confusing the Suns' name? The Spurs, <laughs> the Spurs beat the, sun, uh, the Heat. Yeah. For me, the Suns have just... Their success is great, but I just can't help feel like they haven't beaten they weren't Kawhi as, PG Clippers. They are very much a well-run team, but they still rely heavily on points from one guy. The 2014 Spurs, I don't know who led them in scoring that year. Yeah, it's a bit like that. But there was... I don't reckon anyone would have cracked 20. Yeah. There was probably eight guys you know, above eight points a game sort of thing. And that's why if, oh, for example, they lost Tony Parker or Kawhi Leonard or you know Boris Dale or Ginobili or whatever it might have been. It was just next man up. It was next man up because the ball was so spread evenly. Whereas this offense for the Suns, yeah, it's they can all play, they can all shoot, they can all score. But it's still Devin Booker gets his 27 and the rest fill in the pieces. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it, that is true. I just feel like, yeah, I just... Don't feel like it's... Um, the West feels very open right now, though. Yeah. And oh, I just said before, you know what? The Suns could be a dark... Uh, the, the Mavs could be a dark horse because the star you alluded to maybe the best player in the West, Luka Doncic. I can see them. Luka Doncic, Jalen Brunson, Maxi Kleber, Spencer Dinwiddie, this team on Luka's back... The ghost of Dirk Nowitzki. I could see them beat... I could see them beating the 64-win Suns team... If Devin Booker's not back, but even maybe if Booker's back, just because they've sort of worked it out. Jason Kidd's second coming seemed to work defensively. And why is that? It's because Luca 
you know what I'm saying? Like the the height that Luca brings. He's not a weakness on defense, as um, people say. They look at him and go, he's white. He's, he's a shit he's, defender. He's gotten better. Today he was just like everywhere. Yeah. Today he was amazing. He's, he's got great hands. Mm. Um, Curry's probably the best player in the West, I'd, I'd say. Yeah. And not that he can't take over games, because we've seen him do it time and time again, but he can't take over games without you know, backdoor cuts and screens and things like that, just with the ball physically in his hand the entire time, whereas Luca can. And Curry will get those looks because Draymond Green is incredible at what he does. But in terms of taking over a game by himself, completely on an island, Luca would be the one in the West to be able to do that. Yeah. It's the well-run organisation of the Warriors that let Steph Curry be himself, especially surrounded by... With Clay Thompson and now Jordan Poole, who's come from nowhere. Yeah. Should have been most, most improved <laughs> player. Um, it's hard to say who's... I still think Steph would impact the game more than Luca does. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I don't know. It is hard. Luca's coming up there. So, let's uh, quickly finish off the topics there and get into the segment. Scotty Barnes won Rookie of the Year as the Closest race of all predicted. time. Was it? I didn't see that. Uh, as you predicted, I thought that Mobley would edge him. Did I say Barnes in the end? Yeah. You I said thought you, I went Mobley. No, no, you, you thought Mobley deserved it, no. but you thought Barnes would win it. I thought oh, because Mo- I thought he, they'd split votes. And yeah, you talked about seconds, second yeah. round. You fucking pretty much got it right, mm. huh? Uh, Jar Morant, as both predicted, <sighs> one most improved that player. That pisses me off still. That is a shit one, huh? Everyone's reaction to it. And it's one of those things. They put their votes in, then all the talk starts saying, why, he shouldn't be in the running. He wins <laughs> it. And everyone's like, he shouldn't have won it. <laughs> He's not even the most improved player on his team. Yeah, he went and handed it to Desmond Bain. Did he? Yeah. Good Who man. were you talking about? Yeah, him. I didn't even see him handing it to. Oh, Bain. right. But yeah. you're talking about him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, that's the whole problem with his award. It's not. We, he dropped 47 in the playoffs last year. Yeah. He was already a star. Yeah, that's right. That's, we, this is what we talked about. Yeah. It's stupid. All right. So before we keep going, if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button and that notifications bell, and. Hit the five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For this week's segment, JL, we're going to do each team's... Hmm. How can this team... Their dream run. How can this team win the championship? And this team is blank. So, I'll go first because I've got more. Um, let's start off with the Utah Jazz. Okay? All right. We can't. And let's make this snappy, all right? <laughs> okay, so... They can't. I thought we ruled the Jazz out. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, okay. So the Utah Jazz, first round, Luca reaggravates his calf. <laughs> jazz win in seven. Second round, Devin Booker isn't back for round two. Donovan Mitchell averages 31 points per game, and the Jazz beat the Suns. Western Conference Finals, they face the Grid- the Grizzlies and they beat them in seven. Every- I just written everything goes right for the Jazz, everything <laughs> goes wrong for the Grizzlies. In the finals, the Jazz face the Bucks, and Rudy Gobert has the defensive performance. He's crying at halftime of every game. He's crying because he just can't believe how shitty everyone is, but he's not talking to anyone in the locker room. Rudy Gobert has the best defensive performance of his life, and he holds, keeps Giannis at bay. The Jazz win the finals. That is the Utah Jazz, your champions. <laughs> it's plausible. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. I'm really proud of myself. That, well was, done, mate. that was good. I've got Philly. <laughs> so for them to win the championship, 
They need to beat Toronto, which we know isn't going to happen. <laughs> this is not no. sounding good. They've got to beat Toronto, which is just play Philadelphia basketball. They will beat Toronto if they do that. They can't let Toronto run them off their feet, which they are doing currently. <laughs> They've got to then beat Miami in the second round. Miami's no good. I've been saying it all season. Miami's no good. Oh, okay. They can't defend anyone in the post. Oh, right. Joel's going to average 45 and 15. Look like prime Shaq. They're going to lose to Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. But as a sympathy, they'll let them through. Because <laughs> there's no way Philly beats Boston. Um, no, they would beat Boston by, again, Boston is great at defending guards. Mm. That's our strength. Um, and then they make it to the finals. The West, as I just said, they look rattled at the moment. No one's coming out of the West that can do anything to stop James Harden's ability to pass the ball to Joel Embiid. And somehow, from bare miracle, the Sixers get through Toronto and win the championship. Why'd you say Toronto? Because that's the one they're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Who do they face in the finals? Um, I take your pick. I don't care. <laughs> so you didn't map it out like I did? I did for a lot of the teams. Oh, right, right. For the West, I don't know. Who do we have to face in the finals to win? Um, well, the, the, I could have put it in any team. Phoenix not healthy. Um what, Mavs, you got to choose it. Mavs still struggling because they've only got one elite player. Uh, Warriors, despite... Oh, uh, if I was going to do this, because I, I already thought about it, of course. Warriors. Out of all those teams, Grizzlies, uh, Mavs, Suns, Warriors, Warriors is sort of... That's my prediction for the finals at the moment, but I think I'm very heavily swayed because Denver is just fucked. Warriors, we would... We'd have the best chance against mm. matchup wise and just feel wise. I, I can't believe I don't know if it's just Philly, but we seem to just have a lot of teams that love beating us. The Warriors aren't one of them. The Warriors like don't basically see our jerseys and go and go nuts. Okay, so my next one, I'm doing the Boston Celtics. Just book it in, mate. Uh, Nothing has to go right. We'll so make sure it I've happens. got a blank for round one because... <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> that's, that's, they're the first teams already in round round two. So round two, Middleton is not back. This, <laughs> I hate to say this. This is, this is happening. This is, this is happening. <laughs> you are reading into the future at the moment. <laughs> Middleton is not back. The Celtics wall and defense suffocates Giannis in the Bucks. Oh, we've seen that before. <laughs> We, and we have seen that, and that's all I've got. They beat the Bucks. Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics will need to face the Sixers, and they will pick their poison, and they will let Joel do what he does, and they will kill the Sixers on every other front. They will kill the Sixers with the perimeter, which he did. How are we going to meet in the Conference Finals when you don't beat Toronto? <laughs> Um, and then in the finals, the Celtics meet the Golden State Warriors. And similar to what I just mentioned, I think that's a good matchup for you guys. You lock them down, uh, Curry and Poole. I reckon you can leave Clay. You, it doesn't scare me like it used to. You get you, you just lock down Curry and Poole, and are, and which I think the Celtics can and will do. Go down the other end. Tatum and Brown are too big. And that's the Boston Celtics, your NBA champions. That's happening as you, well. Can that you, is happening. Yeah, I should have got you to say. Can you say that for the Sixers? That's the Sixers. <laughs> go. Say what, do you, what do you want me to say? Are you smarter? I am not smarter than say, a fifth grader. That's, that? <laughs> that's the Philadelphia 76ers, your NBA champions. That's the Philadelphia 76ers, your first round loss to the Toronto <laughs> Raptors. <laughs> okay, you go. Um, I now have the Mavs. First round, write it off. Luca is dismantling the Jazz. 
They then have to face Phoenix. Devin Booker is still out. Luka versus Chris Paul, battle of the point guard. We're giving that to Luka Doncic for his uh, for his youth, let yeah. alone Jalen Brunson dominating the Brunson burner. <laughs> the Brunson That's burner. Sure <laughs> um, then they go against um, Golden State. Golden State is defensively they like playing bigs because Draymond can stop them. Who who are they going to try and stop? Maxi Kleber is going to be out on the uh, on the perimeter, which means, which means Luca is doing his own thing. He is going to get through the Warriors all by himself because, as we know, like you said about Boston beating the Warriors, the size of the Warriors' backcourt cannot stop Luca. They go into the finals healthy. The East has been a bloodbath. They cruise through the West, come up against the Celtics. Oh, Luca's shooting from outside Beats. cannot be stopped. Wow, you think that the he's getting hot at the right time? Do the do the Mavs beat? Are you just putting the Celtics in? Because I change it for, I change it for everyone. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, and say the Mavs thing for our Mavs fans. Dallas. That's what was it? that's the Dallas Mavericks. That's the Dallas. That's the and Dallas then you're gonna Mavericks. do like a, like a charismatic. Your NBA champions go. That's the Dallas Mavericks. Your 2022 NBA champions. <laughs> I re- really wish you did that for the Sixers. Okay. I've got the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Round one, beat the Sixers as they already are. That's, Fact. That, that's what I've got. <laughs> beat the Sixers and Doc Rivers gets fired. Round two, skid by the very similar Heat. The Heat and the the um the Heat and the Raptors are very similar. Um, yeah, lots of wing defenders. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's yeah, everyone's a defender in these teams. Switchability. Yeah. Um, and I just think if they're going to do it, so they're going to play the Heat, and it's going to be like they're just going to like not know how to beat each other, and Jimmy Butler's not going to have a great series, and the Raptors are going to win it in seven somehow. In the Eastern Conference Finals, the Raptors will play the Bucks with no Middleton, stifle Giannis as in 2019, just because Giannis hasn't improved since 2019. Build a fucking wall. <laughs> uh, in the finals. The Raptors will come up against the Golden State Warriors, just like 2019. We've seen this before. Does Durant get injured again? Both teams, <laughs> both teams will shoot well, which sounds like the Warriors would win. But the Raptors will definitely outsize the Warriors, um, and that is the Toronto Raptors, your NBA champions. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, who have I got next? Um, are the Miami Heat? They are going to cruise through Atlanta just with their size and ability to switch onto. Trey Young, completely nullify him. Cruzy. Philly are banged up. They've got them in the second round. Harden's hamstring, is it still hindering him? We don't really know, but we know for, for certain Embiid's hand is bothering him. Miami are by far the most dirty team left in the playoffs. Kyle Lowry loves swiping the ball, and he's going to take out Embiid. Mm. They get through that series. They're so switchable on defense, they're going to be able to beat through Boston or Milwaukee, whoever gets through that series, because none of the guards are going to be able to do their thing because they're going to be swarming them. They're getting into the West. They're going to face the uh, Denver Nuggets. Did you just change this? (laughs) I changed it for every single one. (laughs) (laughs) The Denver Nuggets have gone on a historic comeback. (laughs) You can't do this. Pick pick one of the Memphis Warriors' sons. (laughs) Denver. They're you, playing Jokic. You can't. Bam's going to dominate Jokic. Nah. 
No. Because it makes you... Mate, I put this in for you. No, don't Bam I. is going to dominate Jokic and then <laughs> Jokic is going to have a shocking series and you're finally going to have peace in mind despite Philly not winning that Embiid's a better player. Fine. <laughs> say, say the line. And that's the Miami Heat. You're 2022 NBA <laughs> champions. <laughs> okay. Well, I shouldn't have allowed that, but you, you sweetened the deal with the Embiid <laughs> over Jokic. Okay, the Bucks. Round one, I've got one word. Cruise. Just as you use for the heat over the Hawks. Caruse. <laughs> uh, round two. Um, Giannis goes nuts. <laughs> and all shooters have a great series. Giannis locks down Tatum. So, obviously, I've got them against the Celtics. Pretty much that's it. Giannis goes nuts. Shooters do well. And it works. Eastern Conference Finals. This could very much happen. This is the box. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Giannis too dominant for the heat. Shooters defy any Miami zone that they put up. And Drew Holiday and Giannis also defy any zone that the Heat put up. And the Heat just can't catch up. And then the Bucks win it in six. The finals. Giannis, too good once again against the Suns. Just like, just like last year. Drew Holiday solidifies himself as the second best player. I assume Middleton will be out. And yeah, Giannis and Middleton, um, Giannis and Holiday will just be too good for the Suns. Grayson Allen taking over. That's it. All right, oh, the line. Sorry. And that's some Milwaukee Bucks, your 2022 NBA champions. <laughs> Next, I have the Warriors, who somehow beat the Nuggets, who are going to be <laughs> winning the West. Um, Memphis struggling with Mini. How can they be expected to beat the Warriors? Too inexperienced. They then make the West Finals. Uh, which could be a battle of health, Mavs or Phoenix. In this one, I am taking Phoenix. Devin Booker, though, still struggling. Comes back but re-injures his hamstring. Chris Paul can't keep up with the shooting of the Golden State Warriors guards. Warriors advance. Now, they make it to the finals. The Miami Heat come out of the east, but their ability to shoot from you know all portions of the court, except for Draymond, who shoots with a backpack on, um, is this too good for Miami's defense? They like to switch. They cannot switch against a team that can shoot so well. Any sort of gap, the Warriors will uh, target. And that's the Golden State Warriors, your 2022 NBA champions. <laughs> Does Steph finally get the MVP? Finals MVP? Jordan Poole. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Steph. So you got one more? I got two more. Okay. I've got the uh, now the Timberwolves, which I actually skipped. Did I do the Timberwolves? No. no you haven't yet. Okay. The Timberwolves. Uh, round one, they continue on a great run and beat the Grizzlies, which, let's be honest, is possible right now. I don't even have to make up any hypotheticals. Uh, round two, get in Steph's face and Cat dominates. For me, I Cat reckon. Cat versus Dre would be fun. Mm. And I just think the stretching, can, as in Cat's shooting, can be interesting against the Warriors. Uh, the Western Conference Finals, Devin Booker is not back to his best. I'm, I'm going to say that he's back. He's not back to his best. He's sort of a bit, you know, just forcing himself to play. And the T-Wolves go nuts on the back of Cat and Anthony Edwards, especially in that series. And then in the finals, the Timberwolves meet the Boston Celtics. And everything goes right for the Wolves. <laughs> that's, that's what I got. And that's the Minnesota Timberwolves, your 2022 NBA champions. Uh, the Phoenix Suns. For round one, they just have to keep winning. Play Phoenix Suns basketball and, more importantly, defend Brandon Ingram, who's uh, the Pelicans' only hope at this point. 
Booker comes back healthy in the second round. Um, the team game, I couldn't read what I written written down there. The team game, using the five players on the court, can beat Luca single-handedly, trying to help the Mavs. They then have the Battle of the West. CP3 can, you know, we've known he's a pesky defender. He gets in Curry's way, and then the Suns' length bothers the Golden State Warriors shooters. They get through the finals. Once again, finals rematch against Milwaukee. Booker is feeling hot this time. They won two, the first two games last year. They do it again this year Ooh. and don't slow down. They win in four against the Milwaukee Bucks. Whoa. Milton's they- not back. Giannis is getting defended by what, who, what could have been the defensive player of the year, finished second, Bridges. And Giannis isn't able to do what he wants to so do. So your prediction last week was actually Suns-Bucks. This is like your real prediction. But you said Suns in seven. This is everything going right, mate. They're flying at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but on real talk, is it because Middleton's out that you now... Yeah. Add, maybe not going to be four. Do you know how much Middleton has dominated Boston? Yeah, I know. I We've... think he's Michael Jordan. Okay. My, my three best players ever are Larry... No, four best players ever. Larry Bird... <laughs> Paul Pierce, Jalen Brown, and Chris Middleton, <laughs> and Terry Rozier. All right, say the line. And that's the Phoenix Suns, your 2022 NBA champions. All right, now, I've got the Knicks. <laughs> no, I, 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 thought I, I thought I'd check if you were listening. <laughs> I wasn't the last for you. <laughs> uh, the Miami Heat get found out that they're cheating and the Knicks go first. <laughs> Okay, no, I've got the Pelicans. I think this is my last one. You got one more? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, round one, they continue to frustrate the Suns without Devin Booker. Um, Jose, or Jose Alvarado do, doing the stuff. And then round two, Alvarado does the same thing, but to Luca, and he pushes his buttons, I've got here. Western Conference Finals. The <laughs> Luca Pal- ejected four games in a row. <laughs> Red cheeks for a whole series, 90% of the series. Um, Western Conference Finals, Pelicans pull off the miracle in an all-out young Western Conference Finals between the Grizzlies and the Pelicans, like young versus young, just as we're seeing in the Timberwolves now. Is Zion back? Didn't you say he's, he's done? No I didn't even knows. factor that in at all. No one knows. I should have factored that in. I'm going to say, yes, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> and he's helping them. Okay, um, and after getting past the Grizzlies in the Western Conference Finals, the New Orleans Pelicans outrun the 76ers. can't believe we're in the finals in this universe. Uh, outrun the 76ers and destroy in all the small ball minutes. Does Zion play? And is he yes. MVP if that's the case? No, B.I. is. You're wrong. Um, I think that's all I've got You got one more? Oh sorry And that's the New Orleans Pelicans Your 2022 NBA champions I have the Memphis Grizzlies Lucky last Okay They're doing well against Minnesota They're going to push this to 7 Just so they can gain as much playoff experience as they can They've got the the Wolves exactly where they want them right now They are learning They're like a sponge Absorbing it all Because that means they now have to play the Warriors but with their depth and their ability to sort of plug anyone in and play, um, it just derails the Warriors. Dylan Brooks smothers Curry. The outside shooting nullifies Draymond Green. He's trying to run you know, inside, create, creating a mess there, but everyone else can shoot the ball. It doesn't matter. They then make it to the Western Conference Finals. Booker's out, so the Mavs get through. 
Luca can't win it by himself, which we know. They're, um, Grizzlies, despite being one of the youngest teams, are one of the deepest teams. They're shooting, and John Morant especially let, dominates this series, and they make it through the finals. They then have the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. Jar finally takes over. Yep. He won most improved, deservedly. Should have won MVP <laughs> in my eyes. He is forced to pass the ball more than he would like early on because they are focusing on him. Miami love to switch. They love playing smaller guards, much like they've dominated Trey. But uh, the ability for Memphis to shoot is what makes Jar pass the ball. Miami then changes it up and goes zone. Jar loves the zone, gets inside, scoring in the paint, drops 45 points in a game five win. And that's the Memphis Grizzlies, in your five. 2022 NBA champion. In five? In five. Wow. Wow. And JR, will you be so kind to tell our audience why we didn't include the Bulls, the Hawks, or the Nuggets? They're shit. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. The Nuggets are in the impossible 3-0 hole. We could have put the Raptors in there, but I just think that Doc Rivers might <laughs> might, might allow the Raptors to win. Um, the Nuggets are in the 3-0 hole. The Hawks are 3-1 down. The Heat are probably going to close it out by the time this is, comes out, this episode. And the Bulls may as well be not in the playoffs after their two home performances. You can't go back to Chicago and play like that. Sweet home Chicago. So that's why those teams weren't included. And for any LBs listening, the Lakers weren't included because they finished <laughs> 11th. <laughs> what about the Nets? Ah. That's all right. I don't actually like the Nets. I just hated that I was wrong. Anyway, um, quick predictions of real-time predictions. You know, we did our predictions last week, but now it's like I have to change so many of mine. Um, you know, if if the Nets had won today, I was going to come on here and be like, look, I said Nets in seven. <laughs> here we go. Um, predictions, let's just not go for Celtics Bucks. Let's just go for, you're lucky that you made second round, but... Let's go the rest of the first round. So I guess the most contentious is Grizzlies Timberwolves two two. Who's Grizz win it? Grizzlies, yeah, yeah. in I, seven. You got to make that prediction. I think so as well. Seven or six. Sixes Raptors. Real talk. Got to be sixes. Got to be sixes. But if, like I said before, if any team's going to crumble, it'll be Philly. Um, I think you're more likely to win it in six than you are yes, seven. That, I, I feel the same. We've got to win game six in yeah. Toronto. We've got to. We can't go back to Philly. Mm. Um, we're just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, what a statement. Um, the Jazz Mavs. 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 The Warriors. 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 The Suns. Pals. Two Pals. Two. Pals. No, I think, so. I think the Phoenix Suns will get it. But this is closer than it should be. And honestly. Seven. It's going to seven, I reckon, regardless. It honestly so easily could be the Pelicans right now. I'm too, I've been too wrong, wrong too many times. So I'm going to say, Suns, I, as you just said, I can genuinely see the Pelicans winning it. I can, I, I think, I think that? Suns in six. I think the Pelicans won't do well with elimination facing them. I think, you know, just young team, no experience in that sort of regard, but could see them winning in seven. And shout out to, you know what? Shout out to the most dedicated basketball fans in New Orleans. Like, think about what they've been through over this last since AD requested the trade, including Zion's best times. Mm. Like, this is amazing, this moment right now. And if they pull off this series win, not only will I have been right, 
about the sun's not being a proper star power, you know, ceiling. But also, what a story that will be. I can see the Pelicans win it. It's got to be seven. It's got to go back to Phoenix yeah. in seven. Um, huge, that is. I think that's all of the West. Celtics are through. We've already said the Sixers. Heat. Heat. Over the Hawks. Yeah. And that's it. The Bucks are going to win. Yep, that's it. That's it. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Bronxshire Basketball Show. As always, if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe. <laughs> I'm pointing at your broom. <laughs> hit that subscribe this button. One about, where is it? About here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bad boy. Hit that subscribe button, <laughs> that notifications bell. Um, and five-star ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts really help the show. JL, I'll talk to you in what is always a long week in the NBA. I'll talk to you next week. First team to lose from 3-0 three up. Three zero up. <laughs> Maybe there won't be a show. There won't be a, <laughs> there won't be a Nathan. The uh, Bronx G basketball will now be broadcasting its final show. <laughs> <laughs> We'll speak to you next week.